Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program, transcribed and presented by Lucky Strike, the cigarette that's toasted to taste better. This is Don Wilson, friends. I guess you all have heard of Bill Corum, the famous sports columnist, who's also president of Churchill Downs in Louisville, Kentucky. Well, he's one of the many millions of people who smoke Luckies. And this is what he says about them. I smoke Luckies because they give me the enjoyment I like, and they taste better than any other cigarette to me. Now, Bill Corum's reason for smoking Lucky Strike is the same one most Lucky smokers give. Better taste. What makes a Lucky taste better? It's toasted to taste better. Now, Lucky's better taste begins with fine tobacco. L-S-M-F-T, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And then that tobacco is toasted. It's toasted. The famous Lucky Strike process brings Lucky's fine tobacco to its peak of flavor, tones up this naturally mild, good-tasting tobacco to make it taste even better, cleaner, fresher, smoother. Yes, a Lucky tastes better because it's made of fine tobacco and it's toasted to taste better. So pick up a carton of Lucky Strike. Remember, it's toasted to taste better. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Perry Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, immediately after this radio program, Jack Benny will do his regular TV show over the CBS television network. But first, let's go back to last Thursday. It is late morning at Jack's home in Beverly Hills. Hello? The telephone company? You want to install a phone here this afternoon? Are you sure you have the right address? Yes, this is 366 North Camden Drive, but there must be some mistake. Oh, the phone is for Rochester Van Jones. Well, let me find out about it, and I'll call you back. Goodbye. Hmm, I wonder why... Oh, Rochester! Rochester! Did you want me, boss? Yes, the, the telephone company just called. What's this about you ordering a phone in your name? Well, I figured it would be more convenient if we had two phones in the house. But that's silly. My phone should be enough. I talk on it very little. You can use it whenever you want to. I know, but I thought it might be a good idea to have another phone in case of emergencies. But why? Suppose there is an emergency. You can use my phone. Yeah, but suppose the house is burning down and I haven't got any change. <laughs> I never thought of that. And besides, I'll be using the phone a lot from now on. It's the only way I'll be able to talk to my girlfriend, Susie. Why? What's wrong? Well, her father seems to have taken a dislike to me. But I thought you always got along so well with her family. What happened? The other night, Susie and I were sitting in the dark on the sofa watching television when her father came in and got awful mad. 
Why should I make him mad? They ain't got a television set. <laughs> oh, oh. Say, look what time it is. I'm going out the racetrack today, and Miss Livingston isn't here yet. Well, you've got plenty of time. The first race doesn't go on until 1 o'clock. I know, but I go to the races so seldom, I don't want to be late. Well, that must be Miss Livingston. Coming! Coming! Hello, Jack. Mary, you're late. Well, I'm sorry, Jack. I was leaving the house when I got a long-distance call from Mom and Papa. Oh, a phone call from your mother and father, huh? What did the bad and the beautiful have to say? <laughs> well, Mama said that Cousin Sylvia eloped last night. Sylvia? Mary? Mm-hmm. Gosh, it seems like only last summer I picked her up and bounced her on my knee. It was last summer. She's a midget. <laughs> Oh, so she got married, huh? Yeah, she married a man six feet two. No kidding. <laughs> Little Sylvia? Mm -hmm. Oh, but Jack, a terrible thing happened. Right after the ceremony, as they turned to go back up the aisle, she took one step and broke her leg. How? She forgot she was standing on a box. <laughs> oh, that's awful. That must have been a sad wedding. Her mother was crying. Her father was crying. And I... All was right, crying. all right. <laughs> I had to ask her how yet. <laughs> now, come on, Mary. Let's go to the races. I got a hot tip in the sixth race. A horse named Our Fancy. Our Fancy? Yeah, and I hope I win. I can sure use the money. Why? You've never used any before. <laughs> Mary, stop that. Now, come on, let's get going. Uh, wait a minute, Jack. Isn't Dennis going with us? Well, certainly. Well, what are we supposed to do, pick him up? No, no, he's here. Dennis! Dennis, where are you? I'm in the kitchen. Well, come on, Mary's here, and we're ready to go. Okay. Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Dennis. Say, Mr. Benny, would you mind having rehearsal at my house tomorrow? Why should we rehearse at your house? Well, my uncle is visiting us, and he thinks that I'm the star of the show. Oh, he does, huh? Well, let me tell you something. Oh, Mr. Benny, what's the difference where you have rehearsal? Let me impress my uncle, huh? huh? Yes, Jack, what difference does it make? Well, all right, Dennis, we'll have rehearsal at your house tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Okay, and be there on time, kid. <laughs> what? My uncle doesn't think I need you at all. <laughs> oh, my goodness, here I am all set to go to the races and I haven't got any money. Excuse me, Mary, I've got to go down to my vault. I'll be right back. <laughs> Not across the bridge over the moat. <laughs> Gosh, look at that alligator. Strong and powerful. He's been very valuable to me, too. Three wallets and a belt, and he's still as healthy as ever. <laughs> Hope he forgets by next Christmas. He's getting wise to me when I come in here with a piece of meat in one hand and a can of ether in the other. <laughs> Down, boy. See you later.
Who goes there, friend or foe? A friend. What's the password? It's toasted. Oh, it's you, Mr. Benny. Yes, Ed. How are things on the outside world? Oh, fine, fine. How have you been, Ed? Oh, pretty good. Say, Mr. Benny, I hate to complain, but it's awfully cold down here. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Ed. The next time I come down, I'll bring a stove. Well, if it's all the same to you, I'd rather have clothes. <laughs> oh, well, I'll send some down. I gotta open the safe and get some money. Shall I lie down so you can give me the ether again? <laughs> no, no, Ed, you can watch this time. Well, let me see, the combination is right to 45. Left to 60. Back to 15. Then left to 110. There. see how much money I need. There, this ought to be enough. Gosh, look at that big pile of money way in the back of the safe. Boy, if the South had won, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> well, I better close the safe. Well, I gotta be going along now. So long, Ed. Goodbye, Mr. Benny. Okay, kids, I'm ready. Let's go. Oh, well, Mr. Benny, don't you want to hear the song I'm going to do on the program? You listen to it, Mary, while I get the car out of the garage.
mountain Through the ripples How they shine Just one wish Will be granted One heart Will wear a valentine Make it mine Make it I know, I'm only interested in the sixth race. Our fancy can't miss. Say, Mary, let's go get a... Oh, no, look who's coming, that racetrack cow. Uh, where? Hiya, bud. Long time. <laughs> no see. Hello, hello. Come on, Mary, let's get away. <laughs> Mary, let's go get a hot dog. Huh? But, Jack, we're in the clubhouse. Why not have lunch? Well, all right. Oh, waiter... Waiter! Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to get something to eat. What would you suggest? Another waiter. I can't stand you. <laughs> I don't care whether you can or not. Now, what can we get in a hurry? Well, we have roast pork, corned beef, leg of lamb, sirloin tips, and bacon and eggs. Mmm, bacon and eggs. That sounds good. Are the eggs fresh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, well, I'll have that. How about you, Mary? Would you like bacon and eggs? Ooh, would I? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, just, uh, just bring us our orders, waiter, as quickly as you can. Uh, yes, sir, and I'll seat you at table number one. Uh, that's right over there. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, the last race was a photo finish, but you won't know the results till tomorrow. See, that's strange. The picture turned out so good that we've decided to show it at your neighborhood theater. <laughs> now, Mary, let's look over the list of entries for the next race. I want to see hey, if the... Hey, Bud. Bud. Huh? Come here a minute. Me? Yeah. What is it? You gonna eat here? Yeah. What table? Table one. Uh-uh. <laughs> what? Take number nine. Well, look, I'm very happy with table one. Well, think it over, bud. Number one is a card table. A card table? Yeah. If it carries too much weight, its legs will fold. <laughs> Gee, I never thought of that. So you think I ought to take 
No, table number nine. Well, certainly. Look at the breeding. The breeding? It's by bird's eye maple out of Grand Rapids. <laughs> Gosh, I didn't think they even knew each other. Get wise, bud. Think it over. Look, I'm not go Wait a minute. This is the first time I've run into you at a racetrack. Why don't you give me a tip on a horse? Who knows about horses? <laughs> what? So long, sucker. <laughs> Mary, Mary, have you figured out yet what You're horse... You're making an eggs already. I put them on table number one. Number one? Do you think I'm a sucker? We'll eat at table number nine. Table nine? <laughs> the shiny mahogany one? Yes. I'm sorry, but you can't eat at that table. Why not? It was scratch. Now, cut that <laughs> I don't know why you had to be our waiter. You make me sick. Well, you're not penicillin' to me. <laughs> Come on, Mary. We'll eat at the counter. Attention, please. We have a late change. Horse number seven, little lady, will not run in the next race. As she left the paddock, she broke a leg. I wonder how that happened. She forgot she was standing on a box. <laughs> how do you like that? The jockey was crying. <laughs> was crying. Come on, Mary. We'll eat at the counter. Uh, who's next? I am. I like a hamburger. Jack, there's Don at the counter. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. One hamburger. Coming up. Oh, hold it. Hold it, mister. Hold it. I want to tell you how to make it. Wait a minute, Mary. This I have to listen to. Now, before you put the hamburger on the grill, I want you to make the patty round and firm and fully packed. I have a feeling that this is leading to something. <laughs> With uh, relish? Oh, yes. And be free and easy on the ketchup. If Harry Bonzel ever heard about this, he'd kill himself. Uh, now, let me see if I got it right. You want the hamburger round and firm and fully packed. Free and easy on the catsup. That's right. Look, mister, you don't want a hamburger. You want a package of Lucky Strikes. That's exactly what I want. That Don is a humdinger. The horses for the sixth race are now in the paddock. Jack, are you still going to bet on our fancy? Well, of course. That horse will not only win the race today, he'll probably set a new track record. Uh, how much are you going to bet? I don't know. I wonder how much weight our fancy is carrying. I wonder who the jockey is. Jack, if you'd buy a 15-cent program, you'd know. <laughs> well, I don't have to buy a program. I'll go over to the information desk and find out. You wait here, Mary. Okay. Pardon me, mister, but how much weight is our fancy carrying? I don't know. <laughs> Well, what's the name of the jockey? I don't know. <laughs> well, how long's the race going to be? I don't know. <laughs> well, for heaven's sake, if you don't know anything about the races, what are you doing behind that desk? I had to get behind something. I lost my pants. 
silly. Jack, Jack. What is it, Mary? Did you get the information you wanted? No, darn it. I came to the track to bet on our fancy, and that's what I'm going to do. And Dennis. Yeah? This is your first time at the races, so take a tip from me. Put your money on our fancy. Our fancy? Let me see. That's uh, number eight. That's right. Oh, that's not for me. I already bet on number 12. Number 12? What's the horse's name? Who cares about his name? It's the number that's important. That's my system. Dennis, you've got a system? Yeah, sure. Well, Dennis, according to your system, how come you bet on number 12? Well, the horse is carrying 116 pounds. He's running in the sixth race. So I added six to 116, which gave me 122. I added 18 to 122, which makes 140. This is the fourth week of the month, so I divided four into 140, and that makes 35. Uh-huh. Then I subtracted my age, which is 26, and 26 from 35 leaves nine. Uh-huh. And then I added three and bet on number 12. <laughs> Wait a minute, Dennis. I followed you all the way down to nine. Why did you add three? Well, how else can you get to 12? <laughs> yeah, yeah, how else? Now, come on, let's go over to the $5 window. And... Hey, Mary, Mary, look down there. Where? Down that aisle. Isn't that Mr. Paley? Oh, yeah. Well, come on, let's go over and talk to him. Jack, he came to the track to enjoy himself. Now, leave him alone. But, Mary, I'm a big star on CBS, and he's the head of the network. If he knew I was here and didn't stop to say hello, he'd be heartbroken. Come on. Mr. Paley! Mr. Paley! Huh? Oh, hello, Jack. Hello, Mary. Hello, Mr. Paley. Say, Mr. Paley, what horse are you betting on in this... And now... Cutting out on the track are the horses for the sixth race. Mr. Paley, have you picked your horse yet for the next race? Yes, Jack. I'm betting on Aviatrix. Well, look, Mr. Paley, forget about Aviatrix. Put your money on our fancy. He'll win by eight lengths. Well, Jack, my mind is made up. I'm going to play Aviatrix. But look, Mr. Paley, it's silly to come out here and just bet on any horse, especially after driving six hours to get to the track. In my car, it's 40 minutes. <laughs> well, look, Mr. Paley, I've been studying these horses all season, and I know what I'm talking about. Our fancy can't lose. I'm sorry, Jack, but I'm going to bet on Aviatrix. Well, okay, Mr. Paley, it's your dough, but don't say I didn't tell you. The horses are nearing the starting gate. Well, I'm going up the window and make my bet. Five dollars on the nose. Say, uh, Mary. Uh, yes, Mr. Paley? I've been thinking if Jack is going to bet five dollars on a horse, he must know something. Mm. That's what I think. Yeah. I'm going to change my bet. I'm going to put $100 on our fancy. Well, Mr. Paley, would you do me a favor? Put $2 on our fancy for me. Okay, Mary. The horses are in the starting gate. Gee, I'm glad I got to the window in time. Now they're all lined up in the gate. They'll start as soon as they can quiet Silverado. He's dancing around a bit. So is Blue Reading. Gee, both of them dancing? <laughs> it takes two to tango.
Here I am, Mary. Going into the first turn. Uh, it's Wild Glory in front. Uh, a Colorado a second. Uh, a Silverado is third. Uh, Eighty-eight pitches fourth. Uh, and our fancy. Come on, come on, our fancy. I wonder what happened to Jack. Coming around the far turn. Uh, it's still Wild Glory in front. Uh, Colorado is second. Uh, Silverado is third. Uh, our fancy is now fourth by half a length. Uh, and Sir Fly. Come on, our fancy, our fancy. I placed my bet, and here I am. Driving down the home stretch, it's Silverado in front, a wild glorious second, our fancy is third, and here come contribution and aviatrix. Come on, come on, our fancy! And now coming into the finish line, it's Silverado, a contribution and a wild glory, and coming up fast on the outside is aviatrix. It's Silverado and aviatrix. It's Silverado and aviatrix. Now aviatrix is pounding hard. Mr. Paley, Mr. Paley, we won. We won. What do you mean, we won? I bet on your horse, Aviatrix. You what? <laughs> Jack, do you mean to tell me that when you left here, you didn't bet on our fancy? No, you talked me out of it. Mr. Paley, what are you so unhappy about? Jack Benny, I bet on the horse you gave me. You did? Mr. Paley, how could you be so silly? Ooh. Mary, you shouldn't have done that. He's wearing glasses. Well, that serves him right. Mr. Paley, will you please drive me home? Ladies and gentlemen, Jack will be back in a minute to tell you about his television program, which goes on at 7 p.m. tonight over the CBS television network. But first, let's take a listen to the Lucky Strike toasting song again. If you want better wheat from your cigarette, Lucky Strike is the brand to get. It's toasted to give you the best taste, yet it's the toasted, toasted cigarette. They get fine tobacco, it's light tobacco, it's mild tobacco too, and it's toasted, yes, it's toasted. That's the Lucky Strike story set to music. The facts are all there. A Lucky is the cigarette of fine tobacco. LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Naturally mild, good-tasting tobacco. And then that fine tobacco is toasted to taste better. It's toasted is the famous Lucky Strike process that brings a Lucky's fine tobacco to its peak of flavor. The process that tones up a Lucky's naturally good-tasting tobacco to make it taste even better, cleaner, fresher, smoother. So friends, smoke the cigarette of fine tobacco that's toasted to taste better. Be happy, go lucky. Ladies and gentlemen, I was gonna tell you about my television show, but we're a little late, so tune in and watch it. Good night, folks. The Jack Benny Show tonight was written by Milt Josephsberg, John Tackerberry, Hal Goldman, Al Gordon, and produced and transcribed by Hilliard Marks. Filter smokers, 
True tobacco taste, real filtration, famous Tariton quality. They're all yours when you smoke Filter Tip Tariton. Filter Tip Tariton gives you all the full, rich taste of Tariton's quality tobacco and real filtration, too. Because Filter Tip Tariton incorporates activated charcoal, renowned for its unusual powers of selective filtration. Look for the red, white, and blue stripes on the package. They identify Filter Tip Tariton, the best in filtered smoking. The Jack Benny program is brought to you by the American Tobacco Company, America's leading manufacturer of cigarettes.